Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! And welcome back to our number two of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galena along with the Fantasy Taz and all his Tasmaniacs falling in line behind him. Jim Day with us and Sean the Prince Engel producing our show, keeping us flying straight. Did you just call him a princess? <laughs> no, I would never call him a princess. Unless maybe oh, okay. for Halloween. It. For Halloween, maybe he might want to get dressed up as a princess. I don't know. Are you getting dressed up for Halloween, uh, Sean? Yeah, but not as a princess, though. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Well, what are you, you going to – what costume are you wearing? Cher, come on. I'm going to be this going video game character, actually. He's going to be Cher. Oh, really? Oh, what video game character? Uh, he's from a game called Kingdom Hearts. It's the main character, Sora. Ah, okay. I think that Kingdom like Hearts was probably right? really like way after the time you guys probably were playing games. So I don't know. <laughs> mm. But but I think I've heard of it. Is that the one that has like all different characters, like you know Disney characters and like yeah, or, or no? Am I thinking of a different game? Yeah, it, it okay. has Disney characters in it too. It, it's a yeah. crossover between. Just all I know is you think we are. There you go. All, all I know is, you know, I've been married 25 years now, and I play a different type of game. Mm. The fantasy football Are we or aren't we? It's usually no. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, the are we or aren't we contest, and I usually lose that one. There you go. There you go. A little alcohol will help. A little wine or something. Not, I don't know what I, <laughs> uh, But, uh, Sean, we're really not that old. You know, you, you, you're talking about, like, video games, like, you know, Games that we might not be uh, familiar with. I'm not familiar with, so I'm I'm obviously too old. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, I, I go back to the Tom Clancy first-person shooter games. Those were my games. I used to there play them go. for hours on end. Yeah, mm. I remember those yeah, too. <laughs> so All you're right. old. So too. Uh, there you go. I, yeah. I'm an old spirit. I'm a young person with an old spirit. What can I say? <laughs> Well, Sean's an impressive. Meanwhile, guy you got a, you got a father who's an old person with a young spirit. <laughs> Loves that kiss. Go figure, yeah. right? <laughs> He's too right. busy so, listening uh, to Ace's why don't we new continue? album. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, continue breaking down a week eight. Uh, let's uh, take a look at the, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, at home against the Tampa Bay Bucks, and they're a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Vegas thinking that this is going to be a fairly high-scoring game, right? 54-and-a-half. Uh, Bengals coming off back-to-back losses. That's uh, almost like a must-win game for them, right, to keep pace. Uh, and when they've won, they've won big, right? They've won three of their four games by 10 points or more. So, uh Bucks allowing the most average points per game in the NFL, almost 33. So, could be some fireworks here. 
Should be some fireworks, but we expected that from Dalton last week going up a KC defense. That was one of oh, the worst boy. in the league. And, oh, you know, but, <laughs> but uh, he didn't do anything for us. Really, really uh, hurt fantasy owners across the board. Took Tyler yes, Boyd with him. Um, you mm-hmm. know, guys that were pretty much consistent starters every week. And all of a sudden now we have doubts. He's, uh, you know, last three weeks he hasn't been as consistent as he the way he started. And, you know, like Corey is always saying on the frenzy is that he's a September quarterback. Once we get past September, we see his numbers start to come down. Um, you know, I just don't see it two weeks in a row. Sure, last week was against a bad Kansas City defense, but they were still at home, a tough place mm-hmm. to play. Now he gets right. at home against a Tampa Bay defense that showed a little bit of heart last week against Cleveland, but Cleveland doesn't have the weapons that Cincinnati does. I, I think it's going to be a much harder game uh, for Tampa Bay to hold up against this Cincinnati offense at home in Cincinnati. Yeah. And of course, everyone, uh, not everyone, but some people bringing up the fact that uh, Dalton had a period where he was really bad playing in uh, primetime games and uh, nationally televised games. So, <laughs> uh, you know. Well, and, and here's the other side of the coin, though. This game actually started out uh, on the betting line at minus six for Cincinnati. So now it's down to four and a half. So, uh, mm-hmm. so far, the money seems to be going to Tampa Bay with those points. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how this fares. I mean, Tampa Bay's offense has been putting up a ton of points, and Cincinnati's defense can easily be scored on. So, you know, to me, you know, this is an over-under 54 and a half, like you said. To me, this is a game that has that classic look of going over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Tyler Boyd, uh, you mentioned him uh, before that uh, Dalton brought Tyler Boyd down with him. But supposedly this week he has a really good matchup because uh, this is per James Coe, former NFL.com guy, DirecTV Fantasy Zone guy, uh, a really good follow on Twitter. But he brought up the point that the Bucks have allowed the most yards and TDs to slot receivers, 10 so far in the season. And no other team has given up more than six touchdowns to slot receivers. So on paper, this should be a good matchup for Tyler Boyd. No, absolutely. I, I think it's a good matchup for Boyd and Green this week. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I think both of these guys should be able to light it up. Like I say, at home gives them that c- further comfort level, and, and I don't think it's really the problem. Oh, I, I man, I, I did forget to mention one thing about the Chicago mm-hmm. Jets game. Sorry, guys. I just want to get this point out. Um, th- here's something that's going to be a concern about the game, and I can't believe I forgot to bring it up. They're actually looking at, early in the game, 17-mile-an-hour wins. By the second mm. half, they're expecting up to 20-mile-an-hour wins that could really put a kerfuffle in the passing game for both these Mm -hmm. teams let's face it neither one of these quarterbacks is strong enough to overcome that wind and you know it may take a a lot of short passes for this game to 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 come together with that kind of wind yeah and wind is something really to take pay attention to week to week well, like like Scott Engel always says, and, and you know, it really talk is, louder. It's windy. It's windy, Jim. I can't hear you. Um, like Scott Scott says every week, you know, you, you don't really have to worry about it if it's under 15 miles an hour. But once it gets to 15 miles an hour and above, that's when it starts to come into play. And we did see that last week, as the East Coast teams all had to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to go fix my hair. All that wind just uh, messed it up. So, uh, you know, I don't got no hair. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got I got a prop on this game uh, that I found, uh, and I, I know it's it's going to be an easy one for us though. Tyler Boyd receiving yards versus the Bucks. The over under is sixty two and a half. I'm taking the over on this one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, look. It- Tampa Bay's allowing 193 yards a game just to wide receivers alone. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of that could be A.J. Green with, you know, Boyd getting 45 and two touchdowns. Very possible. Uh, we've seen mm-hmm. him have that kind of game scope before. I think, you know, 62 and a half is a lot closer than you think. I, I think he'll have enough catches, uh, you know, get you like five, six catches maybe for that that type of yardage with at least one touchdown. So he still scores you fantasy points of what you're looking for. But there is mm-hmm. a good chance he comes in under that 62 if A.J. Green gets off to an early quick start. Um, so that's scaring me a little bit. Plus, we should see a ton of Joe Mixon in this because Tampa Bay can't mm. stop the running game either. So, right. yeah, um, I think this one's a, a real tough. There's absolutely a chance he goes over, but I could see him going under. This is a prop bet I wouldn't touch this week. I think Vegas has it right on that line. Mm. Interesting, yeah. Um, and uh, I agree with you, Joe Mixon. Good matchup. Uh, 
you know, a lot of injuries the Bucks have suffered to their uh, defensive front seven. Uh, K1 Alexander Torres ACL week seven. He joins defensive tackle Gerald McCoy uh, and uh, Vinny Curry uh, is going to be out. So they're uh, already tied. Ooh, now for I'm getting g- hungry. With what? Because I mentioned Curry. Yeah. You, you like Curry? I do. Now oh, you're okay. Hungry. Sorry. All right. Well, at the commercial, nah. you know, you get some takeout, some chi- uh, some Indian takeout. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. It just got me hungry all of a sudden. That's okay. You know, absolutely. No no big deal. Um, Sean, get this guy a a menu. (laughs) If only it was that easy. Uh, so yeah, so uh, I agree with you. Mixon should have a good day. Uh, Bucks uh, tied for giving up tenth most fantasy points per game to running backs. Another guy that has a chance of of having a good day is C.J. Uzuma, tight end for the Bengals. Uh, Bucks giving up the most uh, fantasy points to tight end so far uh, this season, and he uh, scored a TD last week. Yeah, I, I like him. Look, look, let's face it, he's a. Uh, well, last two weeks, he's only had nine targets, but he converted eight of them uh, for 67 yards in the score. You know, he, again, last week, the offense just didn't come to play. They got beat out. Um, I expect them to bounce back. Hey, I pretty much like almost all the skilled players in this entire game, except for the Tampa Bay running game. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just don't don't like them at all. Uh, Barbara had the good game, but, you know, he, he's been – not really been practicing. It looks like he's going to play, which hurts mm-hmm. everybody who was hoping that Rojo would finally get his chance. Ronald Jones would finally get his chance to be the guy. Barber's going to be mm-hmm. in there. Not 100%. I don't like that running game option in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, it looks like you, you mentioned, uh, like just like you mentioned to me, Barber was uh, dealing with an ankle injury, but it does look like he's going to play. Jones got his first career TD uh, last week. Uh, only went six for 13, but did score a touchdown. And uh, look, Jameis Winston, better fantasy quarterback. I think we've, we've said that on the show. Better fantasy quarterback than than the real-life quarterback. I mean, he's thrown six picks. He's been sacked eight times in his first three games back this season. Uh, but he does have a, a very friendly uh, Bengals secondary that's permitted uh, NFL high 195 completions. So uh, should be some fireworks here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think this is a high-scoring high game, and, you know, Vegas sees the same way, 54-and-a-half over under. Uh, right now, I'm looking at the over. I don't think either one of these defenses stops anybody in this one. Winston's going to put up a ton of points, but I think Dalton and his crew do the same. Yeah. What about the uh, spread? Do you think Cincinnati could cover the four-and-a-half? Uh Man, it it does really come down to which Dalton do we get? Do we get the Dalton that last week couldn't do a thing, or the Dalton from mm-hmm. early in the season, you know, where he was a top ten quarterback? I I want to believe he's got that in him against this defense. So, um, you know, if I'm I'm really pulling here, then yeah, I think I'm going to take the. Uh, uh, no, I actually, I think I'm going to give the points with Cincinnati at home. Uh, Tampa Bay scoring at will, but just can't stop anybody. I, I think Cincinnati puts up a lot on them. There you go. All right. And you already took the over on this one as well, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. See, I listen to you when you talk. <laughs> well, you're better than my wife that way. She doesn't listen there to you. Me go, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right. So we uh, have a, a few minutes uh, to go. Uh, Lions game uh, is the one that we want to cover next. Uh, but w- there was a prop bet that when we spoke about uh, Amari Cooper that I wanted to give you. All right. Uh, the... Uh, Touchdowns for Amari Cooper, weeks 9 to 17, now that he's with the Cowboys. The over is three. The over under is three. And it's uh, the over three is minus 120, and the under three. Could that be? Could they both be minus 120? Yeah, they're they're saying three yeah. is pretty much what they're thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's very possible. Uh, I, I don't think I would touch this with a stick, to be honest with you, because I could see this going both ways um, easily, very easily. It, you know, if he does click, then the three is easy. If he doesn't right. click, which is also a possibility, no guarantees, mm-hmm. then, you know, the under is very much viable. This is a prop bet that I just wouldn't touch uh, with uh, with Sean's money. 
There you go. And Sean's got a lot of money, I heard. So if you ever like. <laughs> I'm sure he would doubt, doubt you with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I like the fact that you're a sensible gambler. That you say, hey, these, this is, you don't have to bet on every single game, every single prop. Oh, heck no. You've got to pick and choose just like anything else. You know, if you bet on every single prop, then you're going to be living on the streets soon. <laughs> very true. Very true. Uh, all right. So uh, the uh, Lions are home against the Seahawks, and they are a three-point favorite. Over-under in this game is 48-and-a-half. Got a battle of three-and-three three teams. Uh Lions uh, beat the Dolphins in their last game, 32-21. to 21. Uh, Maybe this could be a, more of a, a running uh, game, you think, on uh, both sides? Well, they're going to try. There's no doubt about it. They mm-hmm. both want to establish the run. We've seen Detroit doing that more recently with Carrion Johnson and, you know, even getting LeGarrette Blunt involved. And, you know, that was what they wanted to do when they brought Blunt over and drafted Carrion. Uh, they wanted to use him this way, you know, leave, let Carrion run it all over the field, make some big plays. And then, you know, when they need to bring in Blunt to, you know, beat up a defense and try to score those goal line touchdowns. So, you know, I think both sides want to establish the run here. I, I think we see a lot of Chris Carson uh, with, of course, the other two heads intermixed, but I still think we see a, a lot more Chris Carson than the other two. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think this this absolutely could be a game where we see a lot of running, which in, in, if that does come to fruition, if the running backs are definitely uh, making this a game, then we're probably looking at a low-scoring game because, you know, the clock is going to run quickly. Hmm, very good point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Seattle ranking uh, last in pass attempts per game with uh, just under 28. And uh, over the last uh, three starts, Stafford actually averaging just 26 pass attempts, which is odd because we'll, we'll talk when we come back. Uh, you know, he's got three excellent wide receivers to throw the ball to. And uh, we'll talk about Michael Roberts when we come back. Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Little Eddie Grant taking us out. Uh, no. <laughs> Talk about. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Love Rush, right? And welcome back to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. One of the greatest drummers of all time, Mr. Neil Perton. Have they given up on touring, or uh, it's like you know? Yeah, there, they there's a lot money? of animosity going up 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 there. I'm not sure they ever tour again. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sean will know. That. Sean, what's the name of that that um, that movie that had the the actor who played Ant Man, uh, and they they were really big Rush fans, and uh, they went to a Rush concert. I believe that was you know I Love You, Man. Yes, very. Oh, good. Oh yeah, yes. that might have been it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean is uh, he's on top of things. I'm glad I asked him. All right, so let's talk about DailyRoto.com and the uh... (laughs) double hitter rush. I love it. God, there is no fucking drummer better than Neil Peart. It ain't there you go. Cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, working the magic behind the scenes as always. 
It's like he has this stuff at his fingertips just waiting for It's like he's reading our minds, man. It's kind of scary. <laughs> he doesn't want to do that. He'll, be, he'll need therapy if he reads my mind. <laughs> there you go. Because he'll start talking like uh, that, that gibberish that every once in a while comes out of your mouth. <laughs> I was going to count three, two, one. I wanted to hear the gibberish, but that's that's okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk about the DailyRoto.com NBA lineup optimizer because it's now available. And that means that you could use the same tools and projections that DailyRoto.com NFL premium subscribers are using to win each week. We told you about the premium subscribers winning hundreds of dollars each night using the DailyRotor.com lineup optimizers. We told you about the subscribers winning thousands and tens of thousands. The ones taking out tournaments like Colin Drew winning hundreds of thousands. And how DailyRotor.com has produced seven separate FanDuel and DraftKings million-dollar tournament winners. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and you aren't using the Daily Roto tools, projections, and optimizers, you're doing it wrong. And you're at a competitive disadvantage. So go to dailyroto.com and click on Go Premium. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. That's dailyroto.com. Click on Go Premium Enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. And you and I both use the uh, lineup optimizer, and we, we've talked about it, uh, how great it is, and it's helped us in our, in our game, helped us win. Uh, you know what? They, they have so many good things over there to use. I mean, you got the snap count, tar- you know, the carries, the targets, yeah. red zone targets. You know, range mm-hmm. of outcomes is another one that I'm just really starting to use that, that I, I really like for DFS. It, you know, gives you that nice, you know, look at a, a ceiling and floor for a particular play, player. And, you know, it, mm-hmm. it definitely helps you set your lineups for DFS. Just Just another tool in the bucket, but they have a lot of them at Daily Roto. And I was a jackass. I bought another uh, lottery ticket this morning, but really, uh, all I need is the uh, the lineup optimizer. Just keep on playing DFS. I have a lot better chance of winning than playing the dumb lottery. But they, they got me. Uh, just one. I just bought one. <laughs> what the heck, right? At least you could say you were in. Yes, there you go. Yes. Uh, so we were talking the Lions and Seahawks game, and we got to the point where we were talking about how uh, past few weeks, well, really the whole season, man, uh, Seattle's kind of like uh, been more of a uh, run-first team. And, you know, uh, we talked about Penny last week, how, you know, he wasn't supposed to be involved in the offense, and all of a sudden he became involved in the offense again. And how Detroit has these three great receivers, Golden Tate, Kenny Galladay, and Marvin Jones. So why isn't he throwing the ball more? <laughs> well, because, but, look, it, it really comes down to they want to establish a running game. That's the one thing that's always mm-hmm. kept them out. Um, you know, they know he could throw the ball 50 times a game if he has to, but they're trying mm-hmm. to slow down these, these games. They want to, you know, get that running game established, try and keep the defenses from keying in on Stafford each in every play and you know finally they're starting to get the look of a, a running team with carry on shots in there something they really haven't had in quite a few years mm-hmm. yep uh so uh michael roberts uh, tight end three for 48 last week two touchdowns 16 touchdowns as a senior at toledo huge target uh, a six foot six target uh, uh what are we thinking of is he, is, is he a thing or maybe uh, i mean did he I saw a stat where he had only uh, run 10 routes all game and actually Luke Wilson outsnapped him. So uh, what are we thinking? Do we think that maybe the Lions have found something that they like or is it just a, a one hit one there? Yeah, you know, he may have a couple of games like this, but, you know, it's hard to count on somebody who gets three targets and gets his two touchdowns. Uh, It just, Mm -hmm. you know, it was the flow of the game, um, you know, and especially what we've seen with Stafford is he's just not throwing a lot. He has three Mm -hmm. good wide receivers, so I don't really expect them to use Michael Roberts a ton going forward. But, heck, Mm -hmm. he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on because if they do start to use that tight end, like you said, he's got – great size for it and he definitely yeah. should become a red zone threat yep yep no theoretic for the lions uh once again carry on johnson last week 19 for 158 8.32 yards per carry uh on the season 69 carries 6.4 yards per carry but just one td because of legarrett blunt td vulture right <laughs> that should be on his uh, business card legarrett blunt 
TD Vulture. Uh, 10, 12 carries uh, the last two weeks, but three touchdowns. Uh, would you ever consider using him like, in a standard league, like if you, in, in a bye week maybe as just a guy to just fill in if you had to? Sure, why not? You take a punt at him. You know, take the chance. It really depends on options as always. But, you know, in the standard league, definitely more – more option there in the standard than in the PPR league. Uh, I hope that he hits those touchdowns, but you know, don't be surprised if you come out of it with five points, if he doesn't score. So, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you understand what the limitations are and not expecting a huge game out of him, then sure. You know, especially when we get into weeks nine and 11, where six teams are on by, then, you know, that those are times when guys like him become a viable play. There you go. All right. So, um, We've been talking about the uh, running game for both these, these teams, but we haven't even mentioned Snacks Harrison. Snacks Harrison got traded That's for not. the Giants. <laughs> and he got traded to the, to, to the Lions. So uh, Lions uh, coming into this game have given up the sixth most fantasy points per game to running backs. How much of a difference uh, do you think that Snacks Harrison's going to have on their run defense? Hey, look, he's one of the better interior run defenders in the league, uh, no doubt. And, you know, they stole him for a fifth-round pick. And just to give you clarification on why they they stole him, um, in the last 10 seasons, the Giants have had nine fifth-round picks. There's only one who's still on the team, and that's Paul Perkins. Hasn't seen a snap all year. Um, And (laughs) six of them are no longer in the league, uh, including the 2018 pickup – R.J. McIntosh, who's on the non-football injury list. Uh, the 2017 mm-hmm. Avery Moss is on their practice squad. Uh, and they really haven't had anybody that's really done more. You know, in of the nine players they picked uh, since 2009, all of those players have a total of 47 game starts in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So wow. they gave them away for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's still in his, he's still a, a viable guy, right? It's not like you know he's at the end of his career, right? No, absolutely. And he, he, his contract is cheap as hell for next year. It just it mm-hmm. didn't make any sense to me at all to make that move. You know, with so many guys that have bigger contracts, I don't understand why you give away a guy who who's doing a great job for you, doesn't cost you much, and you know. To get a fifth-round pick is just ludicrous. Makes me want to slap all the, the, the front-end guys for the Giants right in the back of the head. There you go. There you go. Maybe we'll take a ride after the show and see if uh, we could find a couple. I, I've been contemplating doing just that. <laughs> we don't live too We just decided. We, we found out we don't live too far away from each other. I'll pick you up and we'll go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I... I, I could see getting rid of a high salary guy that you know is older and somebody needs him right now, but you know to give away snacks for a fifth is just ludicrous. Mm. Good point. Good point, as always. So, uh, what are we thinking here? Uh, Doug Baldwin, by the way, uh, it was six catches for 91 yards before the bye. Had been dealing with a uh, knee issue uh, that was going to bother him all season long. Uh, this bye week had to help him, right? Um, we're thinking maybe uh, uh, would you ever consider buying him low or you want to see him play first or oh no no absolutely he's a buy low for me absolutely freaking Mm -hmm. Uh, look Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson always starts years off slow and comes back I expect a big bounce back from him Baldwin has always been his number one receiver I don't expect that to change at all you know bad matchup for Lockett this side this week on the outside because you know Detroit's corners are very good on the outside but they give up a lot to the slot player and I, I like Baldwin a lot this week. I think Baldwin is one of the top plays in this game. Hmm. Very good. Would you put him in a, a DFS lineup? I haven't. Good enough I to have put him in a DFS? In a couple, okay. I have mm-hmm. put him in a couple of my DFS lineups. So, yeah, I, I never tell you guys to do something I won't do. There you that go. I guarantee there you go. and promise. <laughs> put your hand over your heart when you say that, okay? Yeah. Well, I'm kneeling, <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, you talked about Russell Wilson uh, getting off the slow starts. You know, first two weeks, he was sacked six times each. Uh, and since then, only seven, which is, you know, I mean, I say only seven, but uh, it's pretty good for, uh, for the Seahawks offensive line that uh, has been much maligned over the years. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Came into the league as you know one of the wor- 
worst lines in, in the league this year, and that was definitely a problem. And, you know, starting to play a little better. They're trying to get Wilson to move around a lot more. Uh, still not running enough to give you that comfortable floor of rushing yards, which is, you know, sad to see for from a fantasy standpoint. Love to see him, mm-hmm. you know, run the ball more because, you know, as fantasy owners, we want to see that base of that run, rushing yardage. yardage really helps your overall score, score each and every week. Mm-hmm. And we're not seeing that yet. I think at some point that has to change. Yeah. So uh, spread is three. Lions are home, home favorite. To me, this is a very tough spread. It's almost like this is what, you know, I I think it's going to be a a three-point difference in this game. Uh, Over on the 48-and-a-half, which is, uh, you know, on the way to being a little bit high. But what are we thinking about the uh, game script here? Man, you're right. That three points is tough. And, you know, that's – a normal staple of a home team that's a favorite. You get that basic three points for being home. But, you know, mm-hmm. we saw Seattle play good defense against Oakland uh, two weeks ago before the bye. They've had a, an extra week to prepare for Detroit. Uh, I kind of expect this to, to be a hard-fought game, and I'm not expecting either one of these teams to blow out the other. So because of that, if I were to bet this game, then I, I'm probably going to go with uh, uh, Seattle – getting the three and you know again to talk to those bets that we were talking about earlier on the sheet that you had earlier in the week they were at 2.5 so now Mm -hmm. the three is actually saying the opposite of what I'm saying I just still think they keep it in that realm yep all right, and uh, you know, I, there was a prop bet that I found in this game uh, on Kerryon Johnson uh, rushing yards uh, for the week. Uh, the over/under is sixty-five and a half. What are we thinking about that? I mean, I, personally, I think I would take the over. Actually, I, you know, on the season so far, he's actually three and three at that number. Uh, three games mm-hmm. under, three games over. Coming off two good games where he's over. I don't think he goes over this week. I think Seattle, you know, really makes it a point to shut him down. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to be under. There you go. All right. Stay on your ground, Jim. Hey, um, you have to. You, you know, you make a decision, you roll with it. Whether it be right or be wrong, you, you got to stick with the decisions you make. Absolutely. That's a, a good life advice. See, we're not just giving you fantasy and DFS and, and uh, gambling advice. We're... Uh, Helping you just uh, live your to be a better person. And, you know, I could say this now since, you know, my wife has left the room. And, um, you know, (laughs) if you're going to get married, it's always be it's always good to get married to a mute woman. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna get some nasty tweets and emails about that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I disagree with you totally. Marriage <laughs> advice with the fantasy Taz. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I think it's better if he would speak as the real Taz uh, when he's given uh, marriage advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You've been practicing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot the raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to another game. May have to continue it on the other side of a commercial. But uh, we have the Chiefs at home against the Broncos and uh, the explosive Chiefs, a ten and a half point favorite over under. 54 in this game. Uh, Chiefs in general, uh, Taz, you consider them a legitimate contender for uh, AFC Championship uh, meeting, maybe with the Pats? Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's going to be with the Pats, though. I think it's going to be with the Chargers. Uh, that's me mm-hmm. personally, but um, I have the Chargers and Rams going to the Super Bowl, so I'm, I'm still going with that. Uh, Chiefs mm-hmm. absolutely going to get there, though. I think they're, they're just playing too good uh, football on the offensive side, and you know their offense is putting up better numbers than their defense is give, giving up, hence the 6-1. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and again, I – Defense has not been good all season, but they are definitely a little better at home. They get that home field advantage. They get that crowd in, into the game with them, and you know it definitely seems to help. Uh, 
Case Keenum is, you know, has been up and down. Although I guess at this mm-hmm. point he doesn't have to worry about Chad Kelly coming in and taking over for him at this point. Uh, with Chad Kelly sitting on Keenum the sidelines watching up. the game, Keenum, yeah, watching Keenum <laughs> set him go. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, obviously, you know, you know, hate to see these young kids that have these off the field issues. And again, this is why he fell so far in the draft was because he has these mm-hmm. issues, and you know, it continues to haunt him to this day. And just hate to see that on, on a kid that has a chance he had the chance of you know being a starting nfl quarterback here soon and you know just gave it away for whatever i i have no idea what the what the real reason was what really happened i don't really care but to give it up for this stupid stuff is just ludicrous to me yeah no, i agree with you but i'm i'm still sticking with my story i think keenum set him up anyway but anyway <laughs> uh, but what you know don't just be in general, surprised if, if denver makes a move to try and acquire a quarterback hmm yeah, who's out there? Well, you know, it's, hey, a lot of people out there that say that Eli's out there for sale. Who knows? Mm. I don't think Mara would do that, tell you the truth. You? I, I don't think so either. Just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just because it kind of taints the whole, you know, reputation of being the Giants his whole career. I don't think so. But, hey, it's a mm-hmm. business. If they get the right offer and they've already decided right. that they want to see what Lawletta brings them, it could happen. Mm. Anything right. is possible. It is true. It is true. All right. When we come back, we'll continue breaking down week eight in the NFL. We got the Chiefs taking on the Broncos. You're listening to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is the Batman theme from the 1989 Batman movie. I'm good. I'm good. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. So we go out with Batman, and we come back with a guy who allegedly ate a bat's head. Well, what's the story with Ozzy? This is Ozzy shot in the dark. Was it a bird? Was it a bat? Did it even really happen? I I think it was a stuffed little toy. (laughs) Right, right. The story actually, like, actually uh, goes Ozzie. that allegedly he thought it was a toy bird, but apparently it was the real thing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> Sharon! Sharon! <laughs> Sharon! It was supposed to be a toy, Sharon! Sharon! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Uh, it, you uh, know, I, I love old Ozzy. Don't get me wrong, but he, man, yeah. that, that, those drugs definitely did a number on him. <laughs> yeah, they did, but uh, they did a number on a lot of uh, rock stars, right? But oh, absolutely. Uh, but his music. Look how well they preserved uh, Keith. You know, he uh, just, just <laughs> looks like he's uh, 182 years old and still going strong. There you go. There you go. Hey, I want to remind you that we usually open up the phone lines at 3. We'll do it again today if you like. 844-843-6879. Any lineup questions, trade questions, uh, questions for Taz. Marriage questions. Of, you know, we'll take whatever you I was got. going to mention that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, life, marriage, <laughs> whatever it takes. We got it for you. Um, and uh, we're going to get to this uh, Chiefs-Broncos game. Um, and just looking at the AFC real quick because you had – said you, you, you're thinking the Chargers might make it to the Super Bowl. It's very possible because there aren't that many really teams in the uh, AFC that really, you know, like like powerhouses anymore. I mean, New England's always in the conversation, right? Houston, interesting with the, their five-game win, but now they lost Will Fuller. Uh, I don't know how much of a big deal that makes. I mean, they really don't have much of a running game when you think about it. Um, Pittsburgh's been like, you know, a little shaky this year. Chiefs' offense has been insane. 
Look, you know, the thing with the Chargers is they, you know, always seem to start off slow and then come back towards the end, but they just fall short. I, I think this mm-hmm. is the year they finally get it together. Phillip Rivers finally gets his chance to play in the big game. Uh, as a quarterback, I, I still say this. I think Phillip Rivers is better than Eli Manning. Just never really mm-hmm. had the team around him to do what Eli has done. Uh, I would have mm-hmm. liked to see what the changes would have been if the J- Giants would have stayed with Rivers. Um but uh, you know that didn't happen, of course, as we all know. And you know he just he just brings a little something extra to the field. So I just think this is the year he finally gets it together. Can they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl? That's going to be a different story. But you know it, it's going to be a tough one. I do think that both of them have a really good shot of getting there. You think the Giants would have won uh, two Super Bowls with uh, Philip Rivers on the side? It's so hard to say, right? But, yeah, right. Uh, it, it, yeah. It's, <laughs> Apples and oranges, you just don't know. But, you know, the Giants mm-hmm. had some good weapons around Eli. And, you know, Rivers has had some decent weapons, but has just never had a team that had all the pieces together. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, the spread in this uh, Chiefs-Denver game, 10.5. Chiefs are the favorite. 54 is the over-under. Chiefs are 7-0 and versus the spread to start the season. Um, yeah, basically, when it comes to – the Broncos. I was wrong on Case Keenum. I thought he was he'd be a serviceable quarterback, but uh, like we mentioned before, bought himself some uh, job security with Chad Kelly. Yes, him setting him up. But uh, no Royce Freeman this week, <laughs> running back for the Broncos. Right, so we get uh, more Philip Lindsay. Uh, basically, a Lindsay example of someone uh, that wasn't on uh, many radars, uh, and he's very fa- uh, viable in fantasy circles. RB fifteen in. Uh, in PPR so far this year. And, and now all of a sudden, uh, talk about, it's Halloween week, right? Devontae Booker, he's like Jason from uh, those Halloween movies. Uh, he's, he's back in the, in the conversation. Uh, you know, I forget that he's only 23 years old. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's got that, you know, age going for him. He could still become that guy. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of his game. Uh, but he gives them a viable option at this point uh, in the passing game. So with Freeman out, you know, Booker could see a a little work in this one, really going to be decided by game strip. Uh, Lindsey has a nice matchup against KC's run defense, but if KC gets up to an early lead, then we could start to see a lot more Devontae Booker. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, And Booker actually I have no idea what that sound was. (laughs) That was uh, Jason from – Oh, there you the go. Halloween okay. uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you, he's on top of things. Or oh, Friday the 13th. Okay. So who's the guy? Uh, Mike Myers is from Halloween, right? That is correct. Okay. All right. So Devontae Booker leads the Broncos backfield in targets with 21. And he leads them in route, routes run. But, uh, you know, I, I'd prefer to get Lindsey in here this week. Well, I get that. I just, again, I, I'm, I'm worried about Lindsey if – Kansas City gets to an early lead, um, then mm-hmm. I think you just don't see as much of Lindsey. You know, he, he could be involved in the passing game, too. He, he can catch passes. I just don't know if we see enough of him that way. He's going to be a guy this week where if he doesn't get in the end zone, he's probably not getting you double-digit points. And, you know, I, I want to see double digits out of a guy I'm going to put in my starting lineup. Mm. All right, good point. Demarius Thomas. On the trading block, maybe not. I mean, it's going to be interesting as we lead up to the uh, the trade deadline. Uh, but uh, Emmanuel Sanders averaging uh, seven for ninety six in his last three. He's really been picking up the pace. But uh, Demarius Thomas, you think he'll be traded? Well, hey, there's there's rumors going around about both Thomas and uh, Sanders that both either mm. one of them could be traded. So you know, again, mm-hmm. we just don't know if. I think if they do pretty much, you know, Denver's saying that they're giving up on the season. And, I, you know, at mm-hmm. this point, I don't know if I'd be ready to do that uh, with their record right in the middle of the mix. And, you know, uh, not the greatest team, sure, but you can't give up on it that early either. But, again, it's a business. If they get the right choice out of it, they think their season isn't going the way they planned, then we could see either one of these guys being moved. And, uh, you know, and then we start to see the young youngsters come up, Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Hamilton, mm. uh, both guys that th- this team really likes that could easily get involved mm-hmm. if one of these guys is moved. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, Cortland Sutton been on a lot of radars since the preseason. Mine as well. Uh, <clears throat> Chiefs side, 
you know, Patrick Mahomes, we know the story, right? He's really good. Uh, <laughs> Kareem Hunt, he's also really good. 175 total yards in a TD versus the Broncos in week four. Uh, really been on fire lately, and the Broncos really been bad against the run uh, recently. Uh, last week they gave up just 48 yards to the position, but three games prior on the ground they gave up 127 yards, 318, and 232, uh, as well as four rushing touchdowns in those three games. So you could run on the Broncos. Well, and the, the fact that they gave up so few yards on the ground last week is probably a big testament to why Mike McCoy is gone. Um, and now we got Byron <laughs> Leftwich in as the <laughs> offensive coordinator yeah. in Arizona uh, was because mm-hmm. of that. David Johnson, you know, doing that against that rush defense was just totally uh, unbelievable in my mind. It mm-hmm. looked like a perfect opportunity for him to really get his numbers up, and uh, they end up doing nothing. I think that changes again this week. Kareem Hunt, after a slow start, has been just great uh, lately. You know, in the last four games, he's averaged at least 94 yards and one touchdown in each game. So he's mm-hmm. definitely getting it done right now. He's found the end zone six times over that four-game stretch. He's right in the midst of, you know, that top five running backs again after that slow start. And he's definitely a guy you want in this matchup. Hmm. Uh, Travis Kelsey is another guy you really want in your, ma- in your lineup. Uh, and he's a big Denver Broncos fan. In the last four games against the Broncos, eight for 101. 11 catches, 160 yards, and a touchdown. Seven for 133, uh, seven catches for 133 yards and a touchdown. And seven catches for 78 yards and a touchdown. I mean, uh, you almost want to – I usually in DFS lineups don't like to pay up for tight ends. And you, I think you mentioned the same thing earlier. But, uh, Kelsey, man, you might want to this week. <laughs> Well, look, and leads us to another prop bet, uh, one of the prop bets you sent us, yeah. Travis Kelsey, yeah. Kelsey receptions this week over under 5.5. And, you know, based on yeah. the stats you just read, I, I have to say I would rather go <laughs> the over here uh, just yeah. based on his, you know, his recent uh, numbers against this team. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, right there, mm-hmm. just led a perfect example right into the prop bet. There you go. Nice segue there, Taz. Well, you did it. I just brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm done talking about this this game. What, what are we thinking? In, uh, do we think the Chiefs could uh, get back on track and with a win and cover these, uh, what was it, 10 and a half that I said it was? Yeah, 10 and a half. And, mm-hmm. and actually, I do. Um, I, I think Chiefs defense is, is going to start playing better as the season progresses. Uh, again, you know, looks like they're going to be without Eric Berry and Justin Houston, which hurts. Uh, but the rookie is doing a good job filling in for Houston. And, of course, I can't think of his freaking name right now. I'm sorry about that, folks. Uh, mm-hmm. But they, they got a rookie there who's playing really well in his stead. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just think at home this week, they're going to be a tough defense. I think Denver's going to have a hard time scoring. Um, I, I like KC to cover. And I think that 54 number, man, is right there. Um, I, mm-hmm. I could easily see this being that type of game, of, you know, 34, 14 games, something like that, that gets really close. But I think if I have to make a bet here over under, gun to my head, I'm going to say under. Yeah, I'm going to – I'm going to agree with you on both points. I don't know why, points. though. It doesn't really make sense to me in my head, but that's just my mm-hmm. gut feeling that I think it goes under. I think because you and I both think that uh, the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points, but the Broncos won't, even though the Chiefs' defense, you know, overall doesn't hasn't put up good numbers. But you're right. I think they're trending towards playing a little bit better. So uh, I'm with you on the under in the points, but uh, I think I think the Chiefs are, are going to cover this this game with the ten and a half. A big nut to cover, but they will do it. All right, so let's move on. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> uh, Want to talk well, about your Giants? The same thing. So I didn't know if you expected me to say anything else. <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's I don't fine. want to talk about the uh, Giants. No. No, just skip over it. The fire <laughs> sale going on over there. <laughs> oh man, don't even get me started. They just pissing me off you know give up a a young quarterback look he's not the greatest young quarterback in the league Eli Apple but he was getting better still very young um you know again not a not a huge contract just didn't make any sense to me yeah 
Yeah, he has been trending, playing better, right? He had his issues early in his giant career, but they got a uh, 2019 fourth-round pick. They traded him, basically, by the way, to the Saints, and they got a fourth-round pick for 2019 and a uh, seventh-round pick for 2020. Oh, yeah, seventh-round pick. Oh, yeah, that, so many names you can pull out <laughs> of recent seventh-round picks that have been mainstays in, in the NFL. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, Janoris Jenkins, is he next? Um, oh, it's very possible. Like I said, anything is possible right now with this mm-hmm. with this team. They could they could be trading anybody by Tuesday. Like I said, it looks like they're ready to fold it up. But the the thing that I keep coming back to is while it looks like they're folding it up by giving away these guys, they're still playing Eli. Um, you know, I, mm. I maybe they think Eli gives them their best chance to lose. And that's why they're doing it. But it doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to give away these players, then sit Eli down. Get Kyle Lolletta out there. Let's see what we have. Do we have to, you know, next year when we have that early draft pick, do we have to go get another quarterback? We need to know that. Him sitting on the bench doesn't tell us that at all. Well, I think that they do need to get another quarterback. I mean, uh, but you're right. They they, I, they should. Uh, so I, my opinion was as soon as they lost their uh, ninth game, because I'm thinking that – Eight games might even win this NFC East. But as soon as they lose their ninth game, then they need to see what Lawletta. And that won't be too long. <laughs> I, I think it's waste. They, I think they should just do it now. Just yeah. stop wasting our yeah. time and put the kid well, out there. Like Let's Eli. see what he, we get. Let's face it. I, I, you don't yeah, like he, I don't. He, he's too inconsistent. Mm. Always been too inconsistent. Mm. You never know what Eli you're going to get until he gets on the field and throws his first pass. And that's why when you ask me, I will never bet a Giants game either way. Ever. Hmm. Did you see the way Eli was running this past week? Yeah, well, he's running for his career now. <laughs> How could I think. you not like that? Just crazy. Mm. Give me the Eli face, even though we're on radio. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> So uh, trade everybody. Odell Beckham Jr.? <laughs> send them to. He wants to go to someplace warm with his lots of sun. I send them to Buffalo. There you yeah. get uh, a nice first. <laughs> there you get a nice first round pick uh, for this year. Next year, get their second round pick for this year. Next year as well. And he doesn't have to uh, worry about are, being don't... in the limelight every week. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, where are you? Would you? Would you? I know it sounds kind of crazy. Would you ever entertain the notion of trading an OBJ? I would. I would. Uh, look, he's ultra talented, no doubt about it. But, you know, my personal pet peeve is I hate whiny players. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I hate these diva type players that it's all me, it's all me, it's all me. You know, how come you didn't throw to me the ball? I, I hate that. I've always hated that. You know, Randy Moss was a lot like that. Uh, you know, some of you the best be in the Keyshawn league. Johnson fan, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, <laughs> I, I just not a big fan of those type of guys. And, you know, we saw Sterling Shepard start to, to do that same type of thing a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's because OBJ is in the locker room. And, you know, if he's that kind of cancer, we may see that going over to Barkley if this offense continues to struggle. And, man, I just hate to see him corrupt these these other young players. Well, uh, that's really uh, the the fault of the Giants, right? Because, you know, they've, they've allowed OBJ to – with. The, you know, with this nonsense, this behavior for the past few years, and everyone sees that he gets away with it. So you're right. You know, the young players are going to see what they could get away with, too. It's almost like parenting. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's a you know fact. They, they should have built something into this new great contract for, for OBJ, where every time he does one of these stupid things on camera, that he loses mm-hmm. a, a percentage of his dollars for that game. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, well, we're heading uh, into commercial in, in uh, less than two minutes. So we're going to break down the uh, Washington, D.C., New York Giants game uh, when we come back. And remember, if uh, you want a lineup question answered, trade question, a marriage question from uh, the Fantasy Taz, 844-843-6879, you could call in. But uh, I, why don't we uh, end this segment with uh, one last uh, prop bet for the hour. Uh Offensive Rookie of the Year, Baker Mayfield, plus 130, Saquon Barkley, plus 120, Donald, plus 700. 
Sam Donald, uh, quarterback for the Jets. And if we might not be able to answer it right now because we're getting close, but Mayfield, Barkley, Donald, odds to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. And we can't talk about it now because I, I got too much to talk about. So we'll have to talk about this when we come back. Good, the good, other good. Side, good. Uh, okay. Because there's definitely no contest here in my mind. <laughs> okay. 844-843-6879. Give us a call. Line up questions. Answer the next segment. We'll continue breaking down week eight in the NFL. Weekend fantasy update. <laughs> 